You are listening to a Victory Alabang podcast. Jesus is our divine healer and He desires to make us whole. Know more about this truth in this message by Pastor Sunny Waman. So we are on the last week of our series entitled Questions Are Answered. And uh, again, our series objective is that at the end of the series, hopefully you and I would have a deeper understanding of the person and appreciation of the person and the work of Christ that would result in greater faith and dependence. You know, The more we know God, the more we know Jesus, the more we can put our faith and our trust in Him. Yun po ang nais po natin. And since uh, today is the last uh, week of this series, uh, we'll be talking about healing. Kaya ihanda niyo na po ano po ang healing niyo kay Lord. Alright, dahil yun ang papanalangin natin. But uh, honestly, how many of you are ready for your miracle? You know, it don't sound convincing. How many of you are ready for your miracle? Yes. You know, th- this is what I observe with Christians, you know. Many times, we want things from God, but we're not really excited for that. Alam nyo, isang bagay natutunan ko for, with my more than 20 years of Christian walk, you know, when it comes to God, you should always be excited. Kasi si Lord, lagi excited kayong i-bless. Amen. All right. Anyway, so uh, as we always hear people say that health is wealth. And that's the reason why a lot of people are so demanding when it comes to, you know, kung paano babata, right? Kaya nga kumikita yung mga cosmetics, eh. kumikita yung mga, ano ba tawag doon, mga surgeons sa mukha? Ano tawag doon? Yeah, yung mga derma, you know? Uh, because, in a way, you know, by, by nature tayo mga tao, as much as possible, we wanted to stay young, right? Tignan mo yung katabi mo. Tignan mo. Diba? Diba? Ah, halata ba? Halata? Huh? Okay. And, and, and because of that, you know, um, ever since the beginning of time, marami pong tao would always look for things that would, in a way, prolong their life. You know, because they, they have different views and perspective about death, as well as different views and perspective about healing, as well as sickness and disease. Now, since we will be talking about healing, now healing is one of the controversial topics in the New Testament. There are some Christians who believe that God still heals. There are some who no longer believe that God heals today. So, you know, mga, some of the questions we will be answering. Does God still heal today? Alright? What else? How can we receive healing from God? Uh, there are some people who have been praying for healing maybe years na and uh, parang wala pa rin. And what if I don't get healed? What if I'm praying for my healing, and I don't get healed, what's next? What should I do? What should be my attitude towards towards this? Okay? So may I request everyone of you, please, to stand up as we read the story in John chapter 5, starting in verse 1. Let's read it all together. Go. Sometime later, Jesus went up to Jerusalem for a feast of the Jews. Verse 2. Now there is in Jerusalem, near the ship gate, a pool, which in Aramaic is called Bethesda, and which is surrounded by five covered colonnades. Verse 3, here a great number of disabled people used to lie, the blind, the lame, and the paralyzed. One who was there had been an invalid or invalid for 38 years. And verse 6, when Jesus saw him, Lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time, he asked him, Do you want to get healed? Sir, the invalid, the invalid man replied, I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred. While I am trying to get in, someone else goes down ahead of me. Now look at what Jesus said. Then Jesus said to him, Get up, pick up your mat, and walk. And in verse 9, at once, at once, at once, the man was cured. He picked up his mat and walked. And the day on which he, this took place was a Sabbath. Father, we thank you again for your word. We thank you, Lord God, that behind your written word are insights, are wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. God, I pray tonight, help us with the power of your spirit to once again understand what we are about to discuss. And I pray, give us the grace that we may become doers of your word and not just hearers only. Lord, Right now, I am claiming, as I call forth, on miracles to take place in our midst. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. You may now have your seats. Praise God. 
Okay. So does God still heal today? Nagpapagaling pa ba si Lord? <laughs> now, first thing that I'd like to, to share as I lay down and prepare the stage for our topic is this, that God wants His people well. Now, maybe some of you are asking, if God wants His people well, then bakit marami pa rin ang may sakit? That's a very good question. And hopefully, ngayon po, eh, uh, makikita natin from the Word of God, uh, bakit nga ba? Now, we need to understand that from the beginning, sickness and disease were never part of God's plan for man. When God created Adam and Eve, He has no plan of putting any sickness or disease on them. Right? Okay? In fact, in fact, um, again, if you want to learn and understand what the Bible says about any topic, then I challenge you to go to your concordance and find out the first mention. There is that thing which is called the first mention principle. So if you want to uh, know more about healing, about sickness, about disease, then go to your concordance. saan ito unang binanggit? Because you'll have a lot of insights doing that. Now, and so talking about sickness and disease, you'll never find sickness and disease before man sinned. Sickness and diseases only came on this earth when man started sinning. All right? So, uh, well, sickness and disease is basically part of the fallen nature ng tao, and uh, it has, in a way, affected even ang mundong ito. Now, um, look at this. In Exodus chapter, now again, I'm just laying some, some, some uh, foundations here. In Exodus chapter 15, verse 26, you know, it said here, if you listen carefully, sabi nga, listen carefully, to the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in His eyes. If you pay attention to His commands and keep all His decrees, I will not bring on you any of the diseases I brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. I love that. God Himself introduced, or God introduced Himself to His people as the healer. I am the Lord who heals you. In fact, this verse, you'll find in, the, in your concordance that this was the first mention of the word diseases. And, um, well, God was, was talking about what He had given Pharaoh, the Pharaoh of Egypt, in Genesis chapter 12, nung nakursunodahan ni Pharaoh si Sarai, yung asawa ni Abram. Now, remember, Abram lied and said that Sarai was, was his uh, sister. Well, actually, yeah, that's a half lie, uh, half half tama, half lies, half truth. Because in reality, well, sister niya, not literally kapatid na ano, pero kamag-anak niya, so, so to speak. No? But anyway, so nung nakrosanodahan ni Pharaoh, and he wanted Sarai to be one of his wives, then God talked to Pharaoh and said, you know, if you are going to do this, then I'll inflict you with diseases. Tapos yun yung kinote niya. Okay, yun yung kinote niya. So this is the first mention of, of it. In fact, even the word disease itself, you can find that in Leviticus or even in the book of Proverbs, you'll find the word sickness. Now, again, my point is that sickness and disease were never part of God's original plan. Only It came only, or they came only until man sinned. Sa katunayan, in verse 25 of chapter 23 in the same book, it says there, you worship the Lord your God. In some translation, it says, Serve the Lord your God. And if you do that, sabi niya, and His blessings will be upon your food and your water. And what did He say? I will take away sickness from you. Which means if ever, if ever, His people would be sick, if ever, His people, people would be infected with any disease, then God said, I'm not just your healer, but I will take away sickness from you. What a great promise, Right? Now, and so, right now, I really would like to challenge you, if you don't feel well, or maybe, you know, meron mga ilang bagay na uh, gumugulo sa inyong katawan na hindi dapat nandyan, then you can claim what God had promised, that He is your healer, and that He'll take away sickness from you. Would that be good? All right. So, since we'll be talking about sickness and disease, let me just, again, part of the foundation I'd like to share is this. What are the causes of sickness? Ano ba mga sanhi ng sakit? Okay? Marami yung sanhi ang sakit. At ang isang obvious na tinuturo ng Biblia na sanhi ng sakit is kasalanan. You know, in Genesis 12, yung kanina binasa natin, even in Deuteronomy 28, in fact, 
the first 15 verses of Deuteronomy 28 talks about or talk about the, the blessings that a person would receive when he or she would obey God willingly. And then from verse 16 downward to the last verse are all the curses that a person can experience if he or she would disobey God. And part of that curse is sickness. You can find that in Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 61. You know, that sickness and disease will come upon a person. Now, even in John chapter 5, yung kanina binasa natin, you know, we would see in verse 14, nung nakita sila ni Jesus, yung, yung mamang pinagaling niya, you know, somewhere in the, in the same city, sabi niya, see to it that you no longer sin, so that, or, or, or maybe, sabi niya, if you would sin, worse thing may happen to you. So sin is one of the culprit when it comes to sickness and disease. Well, another cause of sickness and disease is what we call the generation curse. Haven't you noticed, misan, ang sakit ng lolo, sakit ng tatay, sakit ng anak. Tama ba? Kaya if you would go to a doctor and, and, and the doctor would diagnose you, the usual question is that history. Sino sa inyo ang may ganito ring sakit? And if you say, well, you know, my, my great-great-grandfather, my, my grandfather, even my father has the same, we, we all have the same, uh, you know, sickness and disease, then they would say, well, genetically, yun ang sinasabi na, genetically. But in reality, more than just the genetics, it's really a generation curse. In fact, you can find that in Exodus chapter 20, when God gave the Ten Commandments, having gone, if you would obey God, then the blessings will come to you and to your children to a thousand generations. But if you would disobey God, up to the third and fourth generation, the consequences of, that, of those disobedience would come. And part of that, again, is sickness and disease. Do you follow? Now, I'm laying the foundation para mas mabilis ang intindi natin mamaya. Now, another cause of disease is obviously the working of uh, the, the outworking of the evil spirits. Um, meron din po mga pinadadalang demonyo na, na mga spirito ng sakit at karamdaman. Okay? Ito yung sometimes that, you know, even if you'd go to a doctor and the doctor would find nothing, but still you, you feel not good, well, maybe, maybe, start to consider some, some spiritual truth behind this matter. And another one is the obvious and the common sense that people get sick because they try to break the natural laws, whether physical, emotional, mental, laws of nature. It's ironic. A lot of Christians would ask for healing, uh, uh, to be, uh, for them to be prayed over so, and, and asking for healing, and yet they don't change their lifestyle. Are you still here with me? Now, if we would ask God to heal us, and we don't have any plan to change our lifestyle, I mean, the way you eat, then you're just deceiving yourself. I hope it's not talking about you. Well, I, I, I have ministered to a lot of Christians. They would, Pastor, pag pray mo naman ako, healing, healing. Pero kinakain yung mga taba. You know, worries. When you start to worry, when you start to... to, to um, entertain fears and, and apprehensions and all those anxieties, now, that will make you sick. Medically proven. And I always say this, if you would always worry, if you would always be anxious about many things, magkakasakit ka lang ng papa. Ano yung papa? Papangit ka ng papangit. Dahil, you know, lagi nakakunutang numo. Palagi ka may peleges, may plits ka, palagi sa mukha mo. You know, so, uh, now, these are just some, marami pa, but these are just some common and so, again, going back to the story, in verse 1, there was a feast, uh, place there, and Jesus went there. And you see, now, this is the original, you know, y- y- yung miniature, when we went to Israel, uh, actually, it was Burley who took of this picture, that was a miniature, you know, merong isang lugar na pinuntahan kami doon, doon sa Israel, na maliit lang yan, cute nga yan, galing, isang buong, you know, makikita mo yung buong Israel. Uh, not really Israel, but uh, what's that? Uh, Jerusalem, something like that. But anyway, that's a miniature of the pool of Bethesda. Okay? And so between chapters 4 and 5, Jesus ministered throughout Galilee, especially in Capernaum. Yang, yang lugar na yan. Now, and uh, in a year, there were three feasts that Jewish male are required to, to, to celebrate, especially the Jewish male. And that is the feast of the Passover and unleavened bread. Uh, feast of the Pentecost and the Feast of the Tabernacles. 
Now, hindi sinabi ng Bible what feast well, uh, ang, ang mangyayari, but you know, Jesus went there. Now, and again, the pool in Bethesda, uh, we went in this place. Um, now, just history. Every time an empire would come and dominate Israel, they would, uh, Israel would be under siege. Etong history nila. Kung ano man, whether Roman Empire, or kung uh, the empire strikes back, kung, whatever empire. This is what they do. This is what they do. They would cover what usually the Israelites would consider as a holy place. They would cover it with earth. Tatabunan nila. Tapos magtatayo silang structure. In fact, kung nasaan yung temple ni David, that is where the, what they call the golden dome, kung saan nandun yung Islam, doon na katayo sa ibabaw nun. Okay? Ganun ang ginagawa. History yun. So, whatever uh, empire would come and, and dominate Israel, that's what they do. And so, yan yung, makikita po ninyo dyan sa picture na yan, yung, sa may malalim na yan, yun yung tinabunan na pool of Bethesda. By the way, Bethesda simply means the house of mercy or the house of grace. You know? And also, you would see the different columns and, 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 and port, yung parang porticos. May mga portion yun, tas covered dyan eh. Covered. Napakaganda po ng lugar na yan. In fact, this picture, you would see yung, yung mga stone na parang square. These are basins kung saan nilalagay nila yung, yung, kanilang, uh, yung kanilang tubig tubig doon. Now, Bethesda, during that time, was a place where the helpless and the hopeless would gather. Okay, doon sila nagpe-fellowship. Yung mga helpless at mga hopeless. Yeah. Because um, there is this oral tradition uh, that they say na, you know, again, an angel would come and steer the water. In fact, I want you to notice this. Um, in verses 3, the next thing that would take place is verse 5. There's no verse 4. It's not a, a, a clerical error. It was really in the scripture. Because most of the manuscript, most, or most of the versions right now, they have omitted the last part of verse 3 and the whole of verse 4. Because according to them, ito po yung sabi na, traditionally speaking, according to them, you know, it was just a side note. The last part of verse 3 and the whole of verse 4 were just side notes that were included in some of the versions, like the New King James, you know, the King James Version. In fact, to prove this, ito mapupunan nyo. Yung, yung last part ng verse 3, you know, kasi the last uh, is the, the paralyzed, tas doon na natapos as verse 5 na. After the paralyzed, sa New King James, they were waiting for the moving of the water, for an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and steered up the water. Then whoever stepped in first, after the steering of the water was made, uh, after the of the water was made well of whatever disease he had, so that was an oral tradition, and the New King James have included that in their in their uh, in their version. Now, again, it may be questionable to many, but for me, it doesn't matter actually. You know why? Because whether these verses are there or these lines are there or not, this actually validates the claim of the man in verse seven. Now, you know, when Jesus asked him if he wanted to, to, to be healed, then he said, you know, I'm still here. Nobody helps me, and I, I, I wait for the steering of the water. So, steering of the water? Although it is also a truth that when, when rumors, alam niyo mga rumors, di ba? Pag dumating ang rumors, they would immediately spread like fire. Di ba? mga chismis. Oh, di ba? Kaya nga, merong mga, mga site na rin that would check and correct about those rumors, if they are true or not. Anyway, so with the story, yun po ang background niya. Okay? So let me submit to you, you know, just for a good handle, let me talk about the man, the Messiah, and the miracle. Now, how many of you are ready for your miracle? Are you? Okay. Let me just stir up your faith. I do believe God tonight will just do a miracle in your life if you would believe Him. All right? So let's talk about the man. Say the man. Okay, now, there was a man there, and actually that man was a Filipino. And his name is Juan. Alright? See, Juan. Yeah. Juan who was there had been... Juan who was there had been an invalid for how, how many years? 38 years. There was a man who was there. He was an invalid for... 38 years. Now, I want you to imagine this. For 38 years, he was there, 
beside the pool of Bethesda. For 38 years, you know, other invalid people would come and go and he was still there. Imagine that. He had spent almost all his life, all of his life there, having the false hope, having been used to it. And probably in his thinking, he say, you know, if you would ask him, why are you still here? Well, bakasakale. Haven't you noticed and tao by nature? If nothing happens, they would end up in the bakasakale attitude. If you would ask some Christian, why are you praying? Well, baka sakali, maka-tempo tayo. Wala nagpe-pray, wala akong kaaway kay Lord ngayon. You know, baka mapakinggan din naman ako ni Lord. Hari nawa. Do you follow? Now, um, it is also true during ancient times. In fact, even right now, many among the beggars, di ba? You know, they would, they would still wanted to, to be in whatever situation they're into because they use their situation to beg. Right? In fact, you know, there was a time, uh, I was driving home, dito sa commerce, tapat ng ATC. And so stoplight, dito sa Madrigal, the corner of Madrigal and, and, and commerce. You know, we were there, and then a, 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 an, uh, a woman came knocking on the, the window ng kotse, begging for alms. Okay? She was carrying a baby. And then so, syempre, ako naman, well, may karatula doon, na bawal, magbigay. They follow. Okay, so I was there, uh, so hindi ko pinapansin. Then all of a sudden, her phone rang. <laughs> really? And I was so conscious to, to really see what kind of phone she has because probably her phone is better than mine. <laughs> well, I, I, I haven't really heard kung anong pinag-usapan lang, pero, you know, ba't ka ba't ka ba't mahawak eh? Kaya natatrabaho ko dito. I mean, yeah, could you just... And so... Meron pong mga Christian scholar, I mean, uh, Bible scholars who said, who, who made this comment and said, an Eastern, so, so, you know, oh, Middle East, yeah. an Eastern beggar often loses a good living by being cured. Ibig sabihin, hindi ho sila nagpapagaling kasi kumikita sila sa sakit nila. Okay? Y- yun ang sinasabi na. And so maybe, since talking about this man, probably this man have felt that God has abandoned him. Maybe he has felt that God has forgotten or forsaken him. And many times, that's what people would feel if nothing happens with what they are asking God for. Or maybe they've been asking God for healing or whatever miracle or whatever prayer. And if nothing happens, then they say, well, asa si Lord? Siguro nilaglag na ako ni Lord. And sad to say to some, it becomes an excuse for them to just leave God and try other gods so to speak. Have you ever been in that situation where you're believing God for something and it's been a long time and nothing happens? How does it feel? Come on. You know, I, I, I remember, I, well, you know my story. I wanted to have a baby girl ever since. Kaya nga ako nakaapat eh. Napuro lalaki eh. ko ng babae. Hindi, hindi ako nangahabol ng babae. Ibig sabihin, because I wanted to have a baby girl Ever since, lahat ng gamit namin are all pink. Yeah. Kada mabubuntis na si Malo, meron ka daw, pink, yeah. I claim in Jesus' name. Amen. Hanggang nakaapat na kami. <laughs> Hindi ko maintindihan. Honestly. Hanggang ngayon, di ko maintindihan, Lord, ba't di mo ako binigyan ng anak na babae? Well, probably it would be a granddaughter. <laughs> Don't say bad words. Hindi ito wife ko. But did it make me bitter before God? No. My faith has never changed. Whether God would have given me that baby girl or not, or baby grandchild, so be it, God. So be it. You know what's best. You know? And ngayon ko lang nare-realize na kaya pala ako binigyan ng apat ng laki kasi lahat siya magpapastor. Oh, oh. Huh? 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 Contra, huh? <laughs> but I mean, do you understand what I'm saying? Diba? If you've been waiting for a long, long time, what would you feel? What would play around your mind? Well, siguro talagang namimili lang si Lord. Hindi kanya kursunada yung hilat siya ng mukha mo. Hindi, 
Hindi niya ko sunada. So, asa pa you. Are you still here with me? Can you relate with that? No, it may not be. Probably, you have, you're not waiting for 38 years. So, maybe not 8 years or 8 months. I don't know. But you, you always, we need to, to have a check on our heart towards our perspective and attitude towards God. And that's the nature of man. Because many times, tayo, lalo na tayo mga Christian, when we pray and when we are believing God for something, we want God to do it our way. We want God to move the way we want Him to move. We want Him to answer us on the time we want Him to answer us. And if that doesn't take place, then we doubt God, we doubt His Word. To some, they get angry with God. To some, they hate God. To some, they would run away from God. That's the nature of man. Now, this fellow was there for 38 years. Hindi ko alam kung uuwi pa tong mga to, hindi. They had their party there. Pity party. Kasi lahat ng hopeless at helpless. Could you imagine? Sino mga kausap niya ron? Yung lumpo, yung bulag. Ah, pare, kamo sa kanang. Eto, wala pa rin ako nakikita. <laughs> Ikaw naman, pare. Uh, eto, sa tabi mo pa rin. Kasi lumpo ko, hindi ako makaalis. I mean, ah? Uh, huh? Haven't you noticed when, when, when people have their pity parties? Ah? Huh? Purihin nyo, ano pinag-uusapan? Lahat ng kanilang mga kasawian. And they would always come in agreement. Oo nga talaga ang buhay. <laughs> ah, come on. Huh? So that's about the man. Next is about the Messiah. In the next verse, it says, When Jesus saw him lying there, and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time, he asked him, Do you want to get well? Jesus saw him among the many helpless and hopeless people around that place. Jesus just focused on one person. Oh, you see, Pastor? See, Jesus was choosy. Huh? No, no, no. It doesn't work that way. So he focused on just one person. And it says there that when Jesus saw him lying there, hindi siya nagsisinungaling, pero nakahigaro, ibig sabihin nun, lying there and learned. Sabihin nyo nga, learned. Now, the word learned here, actually, it doesn't mean that he, he had asked somebody, ah, kilala mo ba to? Ah, uh, ano, ano bang sitwasyon ng tao? No, no, no. The word learned there simply means, you know, the giftings of God operated in his life. He received a word of knowledge. Okay. And he had that knowledge about this man that he has been in that condition for quite some time. Now, when Jesus asked this question, do you want to get well? Actually, this question revealed who and what Jesus can do. Who Jesus was and what he can do. He wanted, this question wanted to draw out something from the heart of that man who was sick for 38 years. Years. Yun yun eh. And so when he asked him, look at this, when he asked him, Do you want to get healed? Now, if I was a person who was sick, hello Lord, okay kalang. Huh? I'm sick, that's you're asking me if I want to get well. Kalatang obvious, Lord. Yes naman. Now it's like a no-brainer question. Tama? Tama ba? Parang, you know. Kung, kung gutom ka, tapos may magtatanong, gusto mong kumain? Malamang siya ang kainin mo. Ha? Di ba? Parang, parang nonsense. The question is nonsense. But you see, when he asked that man, do you want to get healed? Now, actually the word want there, you can never find that in the English language, basic English language, but what literally what Jesus was trying to say is this, yeah, I know you want to, to get healed, but are you willing to participate in this action. Because a lot of people wanted something from God, that they, but they're not willing to do anything. Alam niyo yun? Tawag ko doon, abang lingkod. Okay na, Lord. Napagalingin mo na. Oh, now na. Oh, uh, oh, tatamo, hindi mo kaya. And that's one of the reasons why we miss a lot 
of God's miracle for you. Why? Because of that thing that want, do you want to get well? You must not only be willing to get well, but you must also show it by your action. Hello? Show it by your action. In short, you must participate in whatever God would do in your life. And a lot of people doesn't want to participate. They just wanted to wait. They just wanted, you know, what tamad? Do you want to get well? Actually, this question was designed to focus man's attention towards him. Now, to see this happening, Jesus, do you want to get well? And if the man would say yes, well, don't look at the pool. Look at me. Many times we miss the best from God simply because we're looking on the channels, not the source. If ever God would ask you, do you want to get rich? Yes, but please God, use this to bless me. Use my job. Use my business. And again, the Bible says, my ways are not your ways, says God. Neither are my thoughts your thoughts. For as the heaven is higher than the earth, so are my ways to your ways and my thoughts to your thoughts. God in Sinabi Onina, when we pray, we wanted God to answer the way, the way we want Him to answer us. Even the timing of God is totally different from ours. And so, Jake was saying, do you want to get well? Then look at me. Don't look at the pool. Kahit sa ating mga Pinoy, marami tayong mga Bethesda pool. Andiyan ang Manawag, andiyan ang Agoo, andiyan ang Bulacan, hanapin natin yung batang. We would join the hopeless and the helpless. We'll wait for our luck. Baka sakali. Eh, Pastor, hindi ako gumaling nung pinag-pray mo ako. Eh, dito, baka sakali. Baka gumaling ako. And that's where we miss God. We look at the channels of the healing. We forgot to look at the healer himself. Do you follow? Does it make sense? So it is designed to focus the man's attention on him, not on the pool, to stimulate his will. Because he has been there for 38 years. Salina siya, nakaganon lang doon. Umaga, tangali. Tapos pag kami dumat, tapos pag luman, pare pare, may yosik ka ba dyan? Pare, He's challenging the hope of that man to rise up from within. Sabi nga, the worst thing a person can ever experience is to lose his hope. It's be- you know, when you lose your hope, a dead person is better than you, so to speak. Now, look at this. Sir, the invalid replied, I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is steered. While I'm trying to get in, someone else goes down ahead of me. What was the question? What was the question of Jesus? Do you want to get healed? Eh, Lord, eh, wala akong victory group eh. Wala man lang nagdadala sa aking mga ano, victory members. Tsaka yung leader ko, wala eh. Sobrang busy, nilaglag na ako. Now, again, uh, let me just sidetrack a little. And I'd like to use this really to emphasize what we would always emphasize here. The importance of having somebody to walk with you in your journey with God. We always say, we're just a text away. Now, if you're alone and you're going through whatever you're going through and you're alone, it is hard. It is hard. It's difficult to go to the pool alone. Amen. Now, you see, what I discovered about this man is that he, does, he did not lack the desire. He has the desire. What he really lacked is the means to be healed. He has no strength. He has no friends. Now, how many of you are glad you have friends here? How many of you are glad if ever you're going through some tough times, you can just text somebody and say, Bro, I need your prayer. Amen. Yeah, I don't know about you. You see, this man's will 
was as paralyzed as his body. What was the question? Do you want to get healed? What's the answer? Eh, I have no one to help me. Hindi ko alam kung hindi sila nakaintindihan. Hindi ko alam kung ang tanong ni Lord, kapampangan, sila gusto siya ng bisaya. Kasi ang tanong lang ni Lord, gusto mo bang gumaling? Eh, walang tumutulong sa akin eh. Anong tanong ni Lord? Gusto mo bang gumaling? Eh, mahirap lang ako eh. Grade 1 lang ang inabot ko. No read, no write pa ako. Paano na kaya ang buhay ko? Now, many times, God is asking us this is the same question. Do you want to get healed? Now, we may, not be, we may not be physically sick, but believe me, in some areas of our life, we are. We may be sick emotionally. We've been hurt by somebody. Maybe not physically, but we've been hurt with words. We've been hurt by their actions towards us. And Jesus is asking us, do you want to get healed? Now, if you'll make a lot of excuses, believe me, you will never be healed. If Jesus asks us, do you want to be healed? We can just go, yes, God, I want to be healed right now. Then God would, would move. But you see, even in healing, people had a lot of mindset, wrong mindset about healing. Number one, you know, some people say that miraculous healing is of the past. Yung mga cessationist na tinatawag. You know, yung nagsist na sa nila. You know, when the last apostle died, the miraculous healing also died with the last apostle. Does God still heal today? Ngayon patay na yung last apostle? Well, in the first place, until this very hour, God is still calling other people to be apostles. It doesn't stop. Wrong mindset. A wrong mindset. Perspective precedes practice. When we have a wrong perception, when we have a wrong mindset about anything, our action would flow with that. Another wrong mindset about healing is that only God can heal. So I don't need any doctor. I don't, need, I don't drink any medicine. Only God can heal. Believe me, I have a good friend, a pastor friend, who died. Because as simple as, sasaksakan lang siya ng insulin. He doesn't want because he said, you know, I'm believing God for my healing. And if ever, I will die believing God. And he died. Nanghinayang ako sa ministry niya. His ministry was big. Simply because in his mindset, now, ito yung mga hyper-faith. Ay, hindi ko kailangan doktor. Ay, hindi ko kailangan yung gamot. Palagalingin ako ni Lord. Ang dami ko na akong kilalang nagsabi noon na nag-funeral service kami. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Another wrong mindset while healing is that, you know, they say, ito na may mga fatalistic theology. They say now, well, God will heal no matter what. God will heal even if. Even if what? Kumain ako ng tabalang. Ang galing pagkakinulo mo, di ba? May magagandang tabay. You know, isa sobrang... Amen. Okay, let, let me say this with love. Let me say this with love. If you will come to us and you would ask for prayer, for healing, please, baguhin natin lifestyle natin. Because, you know, Yun yung maling kaisipan eh. Well, pagkagalingin naman ako ni Lord eh. Are you still here with me? Another wrong mindset about, about healing is this. And I hear this a lot. Well, pastor, the reason I'm sick is because God is teaching me a lesson. May tinuturo lang si Lord sa akin. Listen, if you believe that, that the reason why you're sick is because God is teaching you a lesson, don't you ever drink any medicine because once you get healed, you are against the will of God. Did you able to get it? <laughs> now, you know what? Listen, listen. Uh, let me just sidetrack again a little. If you say God is teaching you, no, listen, when God teaches His children, when God teaches His spiritual children, He would use spiritual things. He would use the Word. You know, people say that experience is the best teacher. No, experience is the worst teacher. 
the Holy Spirit is still the best teacher. His word is still the best too. Now, a lot of people wanted to learn the hard way. Then, my challenge is, why learn the hard way if you can the easy way? And what's the easy way? Know it. Know it here. Amen. And with this wrong mindset, a person can never experience any healing from God, regardless of what area of his life or her life needs healing. So we've seen how man would think. We've seen how the Messiah would move. As far as Jesus is concerned, he always wanted to heal. But pastor, if Jesus wanted to heal, why is it that many people are still not healed? That's a good question. Amen. We'll look at it. So we have the man, the Messiah. Now let's talk about the miracle. Now what had happened? In verses 8 and 9. Then Jesus said to him, now, again, what was the question? Do you want to get healed? How did the man answer him? He made excuses. Now, this is what I love about this story. Just, okay, pakinggan nyo to. Just for this story. It doesn't happen always. Just for this story. Listen. Jesus asked him, do you want to get well? Now, what did the man say? Well, he made excuses. Nobody helps me and so on. And yet, in spite of that, he said, then Jesus said to him, get up. Pick up your mat and walk. He got healed. Listen. He got healed even if he doesn't have any faith. Oh, yun naman pala, Pastor. Pala walang faith. Pagkagaling. Eh, bakit ako? Eh, ako nga, tagal-tagal ko ng Christian. Hanggang ngayon, hindi pa gumagaling. Itong katabi ko, kaatin lang last week, gumaling. Have you ever heard that? Ah, I've been hearing that. Bago pala akong kristyano, during the 80s, hanggang ngayon, narinig, Pastor, bakit ako? Kung kailan ako tumagal maging kristyano, parang tumatagal na rin yung sagot ni Lord. Ha? Ay, ikaw lang yun. Kasi ako hindi. But getting aside, you know, again, wrong mindset. Now listen, Jesus healed him, the man, through the power of his spoken word. That man doesn't have any faith. In fact, he doesn't know Jesus. But why was he healed? Listen, it is because of the mercy of God. Not because of what that man did. Same thing with us, guys. If ever God would heal us, it's because of His grace and because of His mercy. Not because we're good. Not because we're always present in services. Not because you're, you're a, 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 a ministry servant or whatever. No. We receive everything all by God's grace and by His mercy. This man, he doesn't know God, but he got healed. Why? Because it's all about God's grace and mercy. But listen, but if you are a believer, believe me, that's another story. That's another story. Now, you see, his spoken words, okay? Yung binanggit ni Jesus, spoken words carried it with it. The required enablement. Now, remember when, when, when Paul had the thorn in the flesh? 2 Corinthians chapter 12. He had a thorn in the flesh. He prayed to God, God, please remove the thorn in the flesh. What did God say? Paul, my grace is sufficient for you. And my strength is made perfect in your weakness. He had that infirmity. He had a weakness. Did God answer him? Did God remove the thorn in the flesh? No, God said, no, no. Paul, my grace is already in you. You do it. There are things that only God can do for you. But there are also some things that you need to do it yourself because of the grace in you. Amen. Now, how many of you are ready for your miracle? You are? You are? Come on, I'm stirring up your faith. Now, as I have said a while ago, when he said, Go, get up, pick up your mat, and walk. Now, Jesus commanded that man to do what he was unable to do before. Now, why, why get up and, and pick up your mat? But in there, okay, you get up, be healed, you're, you're healed, you're, you're fine. But get up, pick up your mat, and walk. You know why? Because during their time, their mats and their them staying on that, on that uh, pool is a status. How would I say that? It's a status. No, not status quo. A status. Status. 
Alam niyo ba noon mga beggars? May uniform? Alam niyo ba yun? Mga beggars noon, may certain na suot sila na binibigay ng gobyerno nila, na pagsuot nila yun, alam ng tao, a ah, beggar to. Same thing. Yung mga yan, binibigyan ng mat. O, oh, dyan ka lang. Huwag kang aalis dyan. Ha? Dyan ka na lang, ha? Hanggang tumiri ka, dyan ka lang. Kaya sabi ng Lord, now, do you want to get well? Do you want to get well? Well, excuse me, but again, okay, I want you to get up, pick up your mat, meaning, I don't want you to go back here. Because from this time on, you'll be healed and you will remain healed the rest of your life. Amen! All right. It was all mercy and grace with this man, no faith on his heart. Now, how does God heal? Ito na ngayon ang magandang pag-usapan natin. Paano ba nagpapagaling si Lord? Maraming bagay. Maraming kaparaanan para nagpapagaling si Lord. One, sometimes God would heal instantly. Instantly. I remember way back 1998, I had a plural effusion. Nagkaroon ako ng tubig sa baga. Sabi ko nga doon sa doktor, ba't ako, saan ang galing yung tubig? Ay, yan yung mga na, na, nalululun ng tubig pagka nagsiswimming ka. <laughs> but kidding aside, uh, you know, during the, the, those times, uh, well, sabi nila, my whole lungs were, were covered with, with fluid. You know, and, and I remember we went, to, our intercessors went to our place and prayed uh, for me during that time. The following day, well, not really the following day, but following days when I went back to the hospital and had my second x-ray, you know, it was so evident. God had healed me instantly. I mean, there was a change. But after some time, then, you know, put out second opinion and, and everything, but to cut the story short, God made an instant healing, but listen, after that, there was a gradual development after that. So at times, God would heal instantly. At times, God would heal gradually. Remember the 10 lepers? Na pinagaling ni, pinagaling ni Jesus? Di ba yung spisi ko yung 10 lepers? Jesus, heal us, heal. Okay, okay. Okay, you go to the priest. Show yourself to the priest. And ano sabi ng scripture? As they go, the other one noticed he was not just cured, but he was totally made whole. And so he went back and thanked God. Remember? Remember the story? Sabi ni Jesus, sampu kayo eh, ba't ikaw lang? Remember? It was gradual. Sometimes, also, how does God heal? Sometimes, He would heal directly. Katulad neto. Nobody prayed for the man. God healed the man directly. Sometimes, God will use somebody and honor that person's faith kung sino yung nagpe-pray sa'yo. Kaya pagka may mga crusade, remember? God would honor the faith of the evangelist. Kaya pag nag-minister ng healing, many got healed. But listen, many times, and this is the norm, many times, God would see your heart if you really have the faith to believe. Kahit na sino pa mag-pray sa'yo, kapatid, kung ikaw mismo hindi naniniwala, kung sakali masagutin ni Lord, well, again, that is His mercy and grace. And many times, we miss the blessing. We miss our miracles. We miss healing. Simply because we do not really believe. Nagbapakasakali lang tayo. We're just trying our luck. And sometimes, God would also use other means. He would use doctors. Now, listen, guys. Doctors are also anointed by God. Doctors were given wisdom na hindi natin alam. I'm not... I'm not saying lahat sila. No? May, may mga doktor din abusado. Pero, you know, marami rin ang matitino. God would even use medicines. Hindi porki tuminom ka ng medicine, wala kang faith. May faith ka. Kaya lang, wala pa ron sa antas. Kaya habang wala pa ron, minum ka ng medicine. Lagay mo yung faith mo doon sa medicine na gagamitin ni Lord John as an instrument for your healing. Now, I'm not saying you look at the medicine. I'm saying you look at the healer and the healer would use the medicine for you to be healed. Don't be like the fatalistic, uh, you know, believer. Well, you know, God will heal me. You know, I don't need medicine. Hyper faith. Are you still here with me? But this is the most intriguing question. But what if healing does not take place? Huh? 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 Inayawan ka ng doktor. Huh? Pitumput apat na benihin ang nagpray sa'yo. <laughs> Hindi ka pa rin gumaling. 
Then listen, if healing did not take place, then we're talking about the sovereignty of God, the sovereign will of God. When we talk about the sovereign will of God, that means nobody can dictate to God what He should be doing. God has the final say over everything. I mean, isn't, isn't it ironic? Again, many times we've been praying for the healing and divine health of our Lolo, who is already 200 years old. God, pagalingin mo si Lolo. Oh, pinagaling, nakalabas ng hospital, pero kailangan alagaan. Wala namang gustong mag-alaga. Sabi ko nga, ano na yun? Uh, kota na. May akasya na sa likuran yun, men. Huwag na natin pahirapan. So again, if healing doesn't take place, then that means, you know, God has the final say. You know, Pastor Ariel's son died while all Victory Churches, as in all Victory Churches, were praying and agreeing with him. Still, his son died. Does it make God a liar? No. It only proves that God is God. He knows what's best. He is still in full control of everything. Amen? So again, when we talk about healing, let's not focus on the challenge, let's focus on the healer. And when Jesus heals, He heals only by mercy and by grace. That's what we need to understand. And everything, everything that took place during the time when Jesus was on the cross was already prophesied that He took our infirmities and carried our sorrows, yet we consider Him stricken by God, smitten by Him, and afflicted. But He was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon Him. Would you read the last line? By His wounds. He didn't say, we will be healed. He says, by His wounds, we are healed. Past tense. Meaning, when Jesus died on the cross, in fact, even before He died on the cross, every wound, every stripe, He received its S for your healing in whatever sickness or disease you have. That's why when Jesus was, was stricken, when He was smitten, when He was there, and received all the wounds, bawat isang sugat katumbas ng kagalingan para sa iyo. Amen. Amen. Are you ready for your miracle? We hope you enjoyed that message. For information about services, upcoming events, and how to join a Victory Group, simply like us on Facebook.com slash Victory or inquire at www.VictoryAlabang.org. You can also download our Victory Alabang app on Apple and Android devices. Thank you and stay connected.